Welcome to Greedwatch 2018, a Common Rider O's recap podcast. Yay! Yay! I'm Coriander Dickinson. I've got with me Josh A. Kagan. Poorly timed virus joke. And Adam Wasserman. <laughs> I'm self-isolating, but hopefully that won't mean anything by the time this podcast airs. Why is that different from any other day for you, Adam? How much time do we have? <laughs> because because here's the thing. I have oh. been telling people for the last couple of weeks that I've been preparing for this situation for my whole life, but actually I hate it and it sucks. Oh. I actually like other people and I want to be around them. I just don't like to admit it. Mm. Well, maybe you can go on Instagram and watch all of the tryhards tell you all the different things you can. If I swear to God, if I see one more fucking person who's like, I'm learning a language. I'm learning how to play the auto harp. I'm building the Eiffel Tower out of my own sadness. I, it's just like, I want to see more people just be like, here's what to do. Drink from 10 o'clock in the morning on watch game shows and just be furious. Like I am so I, I'm tired of people bettering themselves. <laughs> well, oh so, my God. I am not in a good place. Everybody. Two things. One, I work out of the home right now, so I don't get to just while my days away indulging in my worst uh, habits. I have to do, I, I do work as well, but the weekends okay. are for sadness. Sure. Okay. Fair. And two, you're the only try hard I follow on Instagram. I gotta try harder then. Yeah, you should really you're really phoning it in. Wait a minute. Do you follow <laughs> So everybody else you follow is just real chilly chill? I don't well, I follow like ten people and like one of them's Corey. Corey's real Corey's real I chill. I don't really like tryhards, Josh, so I don't follow them. The Instagram everyone's trying real hard on Instagram. Have you seen my Instagram? It barely exists. That's like yeah, but, not every time you comment on something, I'm always like Oh, oh, Adam's on Instagram. <laughs> right? There you go. Well, good for him. Uh, hey. When you do post, I always like it. I'm always like. I know. I, That's I, a, thank you. I appreciate what that. A nice, what a nice shade of nail polish, I say. Thank you. I try. Uh, hey, do you want to do everybody's favorite segment? Oh, oh. How do we pronounce I bet that? I do. I totally remember what <laughs> the segment is, and mm. I'm here for it. Okay. Yeah. Now I remember I have to look at the thing. Yeah, yeah, look at the thing. I'm not gonna. Pr I'm not gonna <laughs> describe it first before y'all okay. attempt to pronounce it because I realized it messed up last time. Okay, uh, Josh, give her a shot. Before I pronounce it, I'm gonna spell it out for the audience at home. Yeah, okay. Common Writer, capital Z, capital O. Okay. I am gonna take a stab and say that it is pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> Zoo. You gotta actually take a stab, though. Zoo. Okay, all right. We got one common writer, Zoo. Corey. No, 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 Adam. Not Zoo. Oh, Zoo. Sorry. Zoo. Okay. Yeah, you got it. Sorry. Zoo. Uh, <laughs> is this Zio? No. Is this Zeto? Uh, it is common writer Zeto. Oh. How dare? <laughs> no. I feel like we're missing an apostrophe and another O. At right. least. Oh. Hope you all enjoyed that. We are recording this on St. Patrick's Day, so top of oh, the yeah. Zeto O morning to you. Jesus. <laughs> uh, hey, Josh, are you wearing green? <laughs> Hang on. Uh, I am wearing my uh, uh, my wife uh, was like, hey, you my wore wife. green. My wife, yay! 
It's Borat jokes. We're doing it. We find, if you put two white guys in a podcast long enough, eventually there will be... Oh, those movies were terrible. Never even Anyways, seen Borat. Anyway, they're awful. Um, yeah, I, I, I grabbed a pale green T-shirt today, and my right. wife was zoo. My wife was like, <laughs> "Hey, you wore it for St. Patrick's Day," and I went, "Yeah, oh yeah, I guess I did. Sure, all right. I am drinking beer though. I'm also drinking beer. No beer. Yeah. You wearing green? No. I uh, mean, there's green on my graphic tee, but that's not. No, that counts. Close you enough. just have to be wearing any amount of green. It well, might actually be more blue than green now that listen, I look at it. Listen, no pinches for either of you. That is... <laughs> if there is one good thing to come from social distancing and the fact that we may all die of a cough, it's that there's nobody out there who's like, eh, hey, now it's, it's pinching day. I am always amazed that that is still a thing, and I'm always amazed that somebody does not get punched in the fucking I'm throat. Not sure it is. I wanna, I wanna make it perfectly clear. I don't actually pinch people. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day. It's just here's here's what I okay. Here's what I actually like. I just like to be able to go up to people and make a pinching gesture and go pinchy pinchy pinchy. That's all I want. I think it's for the best that you're cordoned off from society right now. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Uh, have you? Is this as much of a thing in? I I definitely remember it was a thing when I went to school in Boston, and I definitely remember when I was on Twitter that people would be like, "Jesus Christ, don't fucking pinch people!" And I would always be like, "Jesus Christ, we're still doing that shit." But is I don't know if that's more an American thing because we are monsters, uh, or if this is a thing you two have witnessed. I haven't witnessed it in many years, but we, it was definitely a thing when I was in elementary school and people wanted to bully me by pinching me. Yeah. Corey? It was no longer a thing when I was in school. Like, it was a fun mm. wear a specific color on your clothing day, and then you'd have to, like, prove that you had that color, but that was it. Uh, the thing that was done in my freshman high school was paddling. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry, Corey. It sounds like you said paddling. Yeah, you take a cricket bat and you drill some holes in it and then you hit the freshman. What? Literally like in Dazed and Confused. Uh-huh. What? Where did you go to high school? The North. Oh, that explains it. <laughs> There's the, the good old North High School. <laughs> okay you, you you're not you're not familiar with our with our country so just be aware that like the north is capitalized and it just refers to are we talking every, all, the above parts are we talking about newfies are we talking shit no about those newfies? are that's the east oh okay whatever I, I somebody was once like yeah no there are rednecks the newfies are our rednecks right, that's so untrue the newfies are their own thing our rednecks are from my province uh, <laughs> and the and the ones directly east of it i would like to apologize from all the fine people from newfoundland and oh also no we you... make fun of them for just different reasons oh all right they're mm, they're more the, like hicks they're do- Oh, I'm sorry, boy. I really fucked that wow. up. Yeah. Wow. Confl- More hicks than rednecks. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Rednecks yeah, and yeah, hicks. Yeah. I'm the asshole. I think we can all agree that their dogs are fucking adorable. Oh, yeah. I know. Good doggies. Know. What do you oh, mean you don't know? Oh. <laughs> is, it, is, is there some kind of specific Newfoundland dog? Yes, they're yes. literally called Newfoundland. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not really guys. I'm not into dogs, though. I'm I'm a cat person. Oh, okay. Do they have cool cats? Because maybe I'll look those up. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. 
I one of my coworkers from Newfoundland, and she still has the she has a very Newfoundland accent, and it just it amuses me no end. I'm sure she appreciates it. I don't make look. I I am amused internally, and I don't make fun <laughs> of the report because that would be mean. You should get that looked at. <laughs> Remember when we did a podcast about Common Rider This episode is called "Friendship Rampage: Belt Left Behind." <laughs> I have friendship out of control, left behind belt. Which made me excited that we were going to see Kirk Cameron. <laughs> Why would you ever be excited to see Kirk Cameron? Left behind. Okay, I got you. Yeah, see, yeah, I got you little, there. Now you get to put. The, now you get to look it up and put it in the program notes. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, left behind was a series of terrible airport thrillers uh, that well, they didn't take place in an airport, but there was some, there's Josh, sort there, of. There's going to be a link. Why are you doing? One of the main this? characters was a pilot. Yes, it's true. Uh, played by Kirk Cameron, and it was about the uh, the take em aways. I can't remember the name. <laughs> the Rapture. That's it. <laughs> the take em aways. <laughs> yeah, like growing, up, growing up in a, in a church environment, I read all of those books, and I loved them. <laughs> Did you see the the newer version with Nicolas Cage as pilot Kirk Cameron? Oh my God, no! Oh, I'm so Neither excited to be the one. Else. No, but literally um, nobody did. <laughs> all right, so this episode. <laughs> is um they're fighting uh you know we pick up basically where we left off last week no no it's not where we this is a it's, different pterodactyl uh, it's an it immediate really dante matter. fighting pterodactyl well he's fighting the purple smooth dactyl it's a new purple smooth dactyl this is the one from the candelabra yeah uh, <laughs> it took me it took me a hot minute to be like i thought that one blew up how is this happening this is a new one okay it's the it's the liberace pterodactyl you can see where I was a little confused because no, I can't. It, it it they seem to be fighting in exactly the same place where last week's fight took place, and it's just a different smooth dactyl, and it's fine. Anyways, Ugh. and Ag is awake. That was the thing that was. That's why I was confused <laughs> because I was like, wait, I thought he just passed out. What's happening? It's so it's so rare that Ag is uh, conscious. <laughs> Anyways, he's fighting a he's fighting a different Liberace smooth dactyl, and Kazari's standing like twenty feet away, like yeah. leering. Yeah. He's real dirty. He's it, like you you get arrested. You stand outside of like a playground or something with that face. Yeah. Somebody's gonna take you away. Then everybody else shows up, and Ag's like, "I'm a I'm a help." And Dante's like, "No, don't do it. You could go out of control." And Ag's like, "And eh, just beat me up if that happens." And Ankh's all like, ooh, if he uses the core metals, I can get core metals. My brilliant plan is about to happen, as long as I let this smooth pteranodon beat up AG. <laughs> Which is effectively what, what ends up happening. Does Ankh call on the purple metals to jump out of AG's body? No, they just do that of their own accord. But then he like sees it happen. He's like, okay, time for Ankh to get some medals. It and did look like there was a bit of a thing there. It looked like there was a end now. Yeah, it looks like he he, he lured them out with some Acme purple metal chow in a little I, pile I think on he the lured floor. them out by stopping Goto from helping AG not get his ass kicked. The metals fly out of his, uh, of AG's stupid body and they float in the air and Ankh shoots his arm over to grab them. And it's all a little unclear to me, but what it looks like is that he attempts to grab the purple metals with his flying arm and then he's 
he's all butterfingers or they hop out of his hand. He does yeah. not he is not able to hold on to them the potato she's a too hot. Yeah, they were too spicy. They were too they were too rambunctious to get his little fingies around. He absorbs like two of them and he's holding a third one and there's a lot of purple lightning and then they just like pop on out and into the belt and and they're like no, it's like it's like if you try to hold something that's really that that is really buoyant underwater, and then you let it go, and it's like, Phew! it's kind of mm. like that. And that is what they do. Well, Ag takes three seconds to explode a pteranodon. <laughs> yes, like it ain't no thing. <laughs> but then, of course, he goes uh, as everyone predicted. He goes co 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 crazy, and Goto does. I'm gonna say. The first cool thing he has ever done in this entire series. He sees a problem. He solves it really cleverly. And it's a real hats off to Goto moment for me. Yeah, it's great. What about when he used to fire a bazooka at every problem he encountered? That was pretty cool. It was cool, but it was not smart or effective. What he does is he uh, he, he pew-pews his, uh, his, his, his coin cannon at A.G., not to stop A.G., but to basically bullet nudge him towards <laughs> Kazari. Who's just hanging out being like, ah, this is hilarious. I'm just going to I'm I'm not part of this. <laughs> I'm an audience. And A.G.'s like, hey, great. A new guy to punch. Check this out. And he punches the shit out of Kazari. And Kazari's like, well, I hear my mama calling me and it's time to go. It's Prince Spaghetti Day. Bye. He does a little yeah. tactical roll off the screen. It's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> and AJ wakes up and <gasps> passes out. <laughs> Here's the great thing is they don't even show him like like the henchin like exploding off of him or anything. It just cuts to him no longer in his dino outfit falling over. And we pull back and see Maki and his little blue beetle like peeping from the sides like, oh, maybe always could be the herald of destruction or the end. Maybe maybe he'll be the one to destroy everything in the world. Also, my contract says I'm in this episode. And that's it. And by the way, that's a wrap on Dr. Mackey, everybody. He's good. It's like, all right, see you guys next week. Uh, I wonder if it's a difference of translation, uh, Corey, because it seemed more like uh, when I was watching it that he was like, is it going to be me or is it going to be him? like it seemed like he it seemed like he was in contention like he it was a, it was more up in the air as opposed to just being like oh he's going to be the one to do it hmm. well he has popped those purple medals the the remaining yeah. ones that ag doesn't have oh yeah well, maybe ag will be the container maybe i'll be the container only time will tell Wink. Anyway, I'm off. I, I, I'm off to the Bahamas for a little while. I'll see y'all. I'll see y'all in a few episodes. For the six hundred millionth time in this series, Ag wakes up with everybody standing around and looking concerned, <laughs> and they all have very strong opinions about what he should be doing. Date's like shoves him back onto the bed. He's like, "Go back to sleep, dummy." By the way, a great way to get somebody to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to sleep. So basically, like, you're really badly hurt. Let me shove you into this bed. Leave Goto and me to fight the greeds. And Ronk's like, puny humans couldn't couldn't fight a greed. And then they get into a little tussle. And then Hina. Oh, let Josh do it. Josh will be so happy. Before that blessed moment happens, and which I was so excited about and turned into it. the cat with hard eyes. Everybody. So Ankh is like, nah, humans. And then Eiji starts talking smack 
to Ankh is what right. it seemed like. And he was like, blah, blah, blah. I got a magic hand, but it can't <laughs> hold metals now, can it? That's right. I'm Ankh. I talk like this. Remember when anybody gave a shit about Detective? Well, who cares? Blah. And then Hina gets between them and power shoves everybody and they go <laughs> fa 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 flying. And I was so happy because mm. Hina's super strong and it's nice to be reminded of it. Not that it comes up again. Well, it does actually come again. Yeah, it, does. it comes up twice in this episode, just never when she needs to be useful but we'll get to that. Chiyoko appears at the door. She's like, what's going on back here? And the three boys are in bed, tucked in all nice. Like we weren't doing nothing, mom. And he's like sitting there. Like she's reading him a story. Like they're the fucking, the monkeys or something all sleeping in one big bed. I, I assume that Chiyoko at this point just thinks they're all a polycule. Have I ever told you, I, this did not happen to me, but I do have a uh, I do have a polycule story, a secondhand polycule Please. story. This is a few years ago, back when it was a good idea to be on a boat. I was on the uh, <laughs> Jonathan Colton cruise, and a bunch of my friends were sitting around and enjoying breakfast. And a rando walks by and says, "Oh, hey, you guys, a polycule?" <laughs> and they were all like, "They were all like, no, no, we're." just having breakfast <laughs> and it was just it's a it's first of all let's just say all are welcome here at greed watch 2018 no matter what permutation of doing it or not doing it you're wonderful people god bless all 23 of you for listening but it is very assumptive to walk up to just some people and be like hey you look like you're all a boning how's that going Mm-hmm. Especially since the polycule meetup thing was the hula dance lessons. Oh. Did they call it the poly hula? No. Or the hula cule? The hula cule. <laughs> maybe it was a maybe it was a miscommunication and they were like, look, guys, it's Polynesian. Polynesian. That never <laughs> you know that's wow. That is a great joke, Adam. Thank you. I workshopped it for one second in my head. It never occurred to me that they might have thought that that was a meetup, but that's still, I mean, it's not It doesn't like, really matter. It's still, it feels weirdly assumptive. Well, it's just as much of an assumption as assuming people are married. I guess. Well, no, like, like, or, you know, if you say you're having, you know, lunch with your sister or something and somebody walks by, is like, oh, you guys are a cute couple. It's like, well, bold of you to assume anything about this. Unless you're in Newfoundland. No. What? What know. are you trying to do here? I don't know. What? That's a what great are you question. Implying? What I'm implying is that my sister and I are an adorable couple, but we are not hmm. boning. But we are very cute. So Chioko's got Why news. Why did you have to? Anyway, what? We're. I'm cute. My sister's cute, and we're. We look cute. I, we're yeah, cute. I don't. I think. I think the fact that you specified that she was your sister really precluded the need for you to say you weren't boning. I mean, look. It's a new era. It's not not that new. It's pretty new in Newfoundland. <laughs> <laughs> also, Josh, what you were describing is a much older era. Uh-oh. Hey, how about we talk about this show where people punch each other? Do we have to? <laughs> yes, that's okay. your job. I mean, we can talk more about Newfoundland. The province's <laughs> official name is Newfoundland and Labrador. It actually includes a bit of the mainland. But they got mm. so many dogs. They do. 
Chiyoko's got news. She's got a big envelope oh, yeah. full of the rest of this episode. Hey, guys. I've I forgot got... we hadn't even made it to the opening credits yet. Oh, that's the other thing. I checked. It's eight minutes before we get the opening oh, okay. credit. It's a very long time. <laughs> Chiyoko's got a big envelope of the – she's like, look, I got the script, guys. Here's what we're doing. <laughs> Old friend of AG's is giving them all tickets to Leisureland. The most rustic amusement park you ever did see. Oh boy, I gotta we gotta talk about I'm excited to talk about Leisureland. Yeah. Which is like designed by the aunt who gives you homemade toys for Christmas. <laughs> we cut out to the front of Couscousier and we see a spectacle suit right. wearing boy that looks a lot like Bad Dad from the episode with the smooth grasshopper. Yes. Um and his name is Kitamura and uh he AG does not Remember him and continues not to for a very long time in this episode. I also don't remember him and I have referred to him in my notes as that guy. And we count the medals. One, two, three. So our fearless squad rolls up to a trailer park. <laughs> this is the worst amusement park ever. It is like, astonishingly bad. But before- I like to go to Disneyland and just drag my fifth wheel out there and make sure the hookups are all set. Like go to my little little cabin next door to the hookups where it's like the same size as the trailer that I pulled out here for camping. And they're very limited defense. It's clearly the off season. I mean, or it's just... I hope. Or just nobody fucking goes to this place. It's no Rindo Lakes, that's for sure. Before, well, because is that the place where the yummy was like, look how much everybody wants things there. They all have to be murdered. No, Rindo Lakes is like this big sort of like amusement park slash park land slash rec center slash petting zoo thing that in the like mid 80s every year the super sentai teams would visit it and call it by name and like show off how nice it was that sounds nice it's the look pretty nice um so our gang is heading towards the trailer park and obstacle course that is leisure land <laughs> but, but and everybody's like yeah hey, we're, we're excited to have a day of it i guess it's and look even Ankh came with us even though he's terrible and none of us really like him and then Ankh walks up to ag and apropos of nothing just fucking punches him right in the goddamn stomach in a way that nobody Respond. Everybody's just like, the fuck is that? Like nobody, nobody's like, hey, Unc, maybe you need to go wait in the car. Like he just punches him in the stomach and is like, eh, something about metals, jerk. And everybody else is just like, oh, what a what a funny thing that happened. That's our Unc. Kit Mura basically is like, hey, you guys, and then Age is like, well, I guess we will never talk about this. But I kind of feel like it's okay to take a break and say to your friend. Mm-hmm. Don't punch me in the stomach, please. <laughs> mm-hmm. have, have either of you ever been punched in the stomach? I mean, I got beat up royally a couple times in grade school. I'm sure mm-hmm. uh, that involved me getting punched in the stomach. But at the same time, it is, shall I say, a very protected part of my body. So it was not that big of a deal. <laughs> Corey, how about you? Not that I remember. Okay. Well... I'm here to tell you, friends, I have been punched in the stomach multiple times when I was in school. And um, not not once did I just bend over and like be like, oh, that was no fun. I was freaking on the ground, unable to breathe for about a minute, like because your, your lungs effectively feel like they have like collapsed and that like their insides are sticking to each other and you just can't reinflate them. 
It's bad. Yeah, so if, you, if your friend does that to you while you're walking to your other friend, <laughs> tell them no. Well, what I'm saying is AG has really good core strength. I was about to say, AG might have been already... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It's probably because of the cores. No! <laughs> it, it all it makes great. sense now. It was great. <laughs> he can do so many crunches. You're doing great this week, Adam. I'm nailing it. Yeah, you're doing great. <laughs> I should just isolate all the time. I mean... I've been saying this for a very long time. I, uh, yes, you've been saying this for about 25 minutes. Thank you. Longer, much yeah. longer. <laughs> oh, also, no, for nothing, his appendix could have burst like Mr. Harry Houdini's did. Just don't punch people in the stomach. Oh, yeah. Don't punch mm. people. Don't hit. I guess what don't, I'm saying is don't Don't hit. do a hit. Don't do a hit. Then they see Kitamura, and they all go over to a picnic table where Kitamura bought a couple of bags of groceries for everybody to look at, and it's it's his damn park. Turns out he's a super rich venture capitalist yeah. with like his picture in the newspaper magazine mm -hmm. and and Date's ripping through the groceries, <laughs> but unfortunately there's nothing in there to make Odin with. That's right. By the way, Date, you are a bad guest. Veji <laughs> finally, with a lot of prompting, remembers who his 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 so-called friend is, who is apparently a shut-in that he used to like shove his school notes under the door to or something. I don't believe him. I think he's being <laughs> polite. The guy's like, "Yeah, we went to the same school, but I never came to class, and you gave me notes, and we're best friends." And Aj's just like, "Ah." Yes, he's like, oh, Kitamura. Kitamura. K Kitamura. Oh, now I remember. I thought you said Katamura. <clears throat> he's like an he see and he. This comes across in the episode. He's like an AG stan. Like yeah. he, mm -hmm. he he's become an incredibly like famous uh, tech person or whatever. But he uh, apparently AG left a very big impression on him in high school and. Well, he just he's just crazy about the big glute. He's planning to work on his dream, which is whatever AG's dream is. <laughs> but meanwhile, Date's like, you know what would be fun in this amusement park? Let's go exercise. Yay, let's do field athletics is what the translation. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, that is so, that what all that says to me is that I have been, if you were like, hey, Josh, we're going to an amusement park. Come on, the first thing we're doing is field athletics. I would be like, Oh, you've taken me to fat camp, and I am not. <laughs> I am not amused, my friend. Let's let's go to low impact, most extreme challenge. It'll be great. <laughs> and that's this entire park is just a bunch of different mazes and obstacle courses. It <laughs> looks there's definitely a roller coaster and like a like a merry-go-round somewhere too, and a ski lift. They certainly don't go near any of them. They'd be too expensive, I feel like. Instead, you have to start up the whole roller coaster and it's the off-season. There's a lot of running and jumping over shit. It's <laughs> terrible. But Dante is psyched about it. And then we throw to Kazari and, and little Ankh. Little tiny Ankh. Kazari's yeah. like, baby Ankh, you should just straight up absorb normal Ankh. And baby Ankh walks away while he's talking. <laughs> Batman's him. <laughs> I feel like more people should learn this about Kazari is that you don't you can just walk away. Like, oh, I don't want to listen to you anymore. Wait, where'd you go? One of the parts of this obstacle course is like a big winch. <laughs> like from a boat. Yeah. For lowering cargo. They're all running around it and Hina is in the front and she pushes it real hard because Hina 
is super strong. Uh, and everybody else goes I, flying. I forgot because it never comes up, but I guess you're right. Yeah, twice. That's because five seconds later, Heaton walks down a path in a maze <laughs> and a net drops on her and she disappears. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like instantly. I guess she was the catch of the day. Wink. Um, she is, uh, yeah, she's super strong when it absolutely does not matter. And then when she could do anything to help forward the plot, she immediately lapses into, but math is hard. Just like, just, just, just girls out and it's sad and it makes me mad and I want better things for Hina. So she's like nigh strong in the same way the tick is nigh invulnerable. Yeah, it doesn't matter how strong she is when she's unconscious kidnap victim. Yeah, every time she's been kidnapped, they've had to knock her out. Dropping a net on you does not knock you out. That net was soaked in chloroform. <laughs> Which I learned how to make this week. Oh! Well, see, there you go. All of the all of the helpful people who are like, hey, we're all trapped in our houses, so here's just a reminder, this was on Instagram stories a bunch, of like, please don't mix these chemicals together. Uh, oh. Like, because this one makes mustard gas, and this one is corrosive acid. And then there was a combination of two things, and it was like, I had like vinegar and peanut butter. I don't remember what it was, but it was like you get ether. Yeah, this makes chloroform, and I was like, oh, dope. <laughs> now I'm gonna get more sleep. <laughs> yes, me and Michael Jackson just drugging ourselves to sleep. Um, anyway, don't make chloroform, kids. It's a dead end road. So everyone, of course, notices that Hina's gone, and they're like, "Where's Hina? Maybe we should all split up and yell." Was it a yummy yeah. and Dante's like, my can isn't going off, so no. And Ox's like, shh, dumbasses. <laughs> Why would you even ask me a stupid question like that? Ugh. So the worst day, worst day out. Kitamura separates himself from the group and is standing kind of overlooking his his boring, terrible amusement park. Yeah. Uh, and he says something along the lines of, yeah. You know, he, he, we're like very My good. My plan is going to perfection. Yeah, so we know we know he does it. He did. He made this happen. Pretty obvious. Uh, yeah, but now it's he, nice to have confirmation. Yeah, though. just oh, I thought it was Kazari. Huh. Really? Yeah. Oh, until this scene, or just continued to? Yeah, because like after, at the, during the scene, okay, so Baby Yonk <laughs> rocks up and throws a coin in his head, producing a normal yummy. And Kazari's all like, hey, dude, listen to me or else. Corey, Corey, Coriander Dickinson. I know that's further ahead. No, you back up. Okay. You back up. So, Ankh 2 throws a medal in his his head, and then what happens, Coriander? The yummy comes out. How does the yummy come out? In a poof of smoke. No! In a big pink egg. Hmm, I didn't see that. <laughs> yes, you did. It, I am here to confirm that it wasn't a big weird egg. It was a big weird egg, and it was a goopy egg, too. Okay. I, I remember Kazari saying, ooh, your desire is interesting. <laughs> you don't remember the egg. Don't remember the egg. It looked like an egg from, like, Dino Sour's Oatmeal. Come on, Adam. Why would it? Why would a, a yummy come out of an egg? <laughs> because it's a bird yummy. <laughs> are we? Are we good now? <laughs> I think I we're okay now. So, so yeah, Kazari threatens the dude into doing what he wants. That's why I thought that Kazari was 
running this whole oh. kidnapping scheme, and then he's just like bullying that guy into it. This guy has a plan for Ag, and it just so happens that now there are monsters. Maybe because Ari was like, "Hey, no need to make my own plan when there's a perfectly adequate plan in place already." Now we have about three minutes of cutting back and forth of one-second scenes that communicate the same thing. And I have to imagine that maybe there was a commercial break or something in there, but Mm. it is possibly the worst edited three minutes of anything I've ever seen. How can you tell if the boys are looking for Hina if you don't see each of them running around yelling Hina? So Kitamura shows up, he's like, A.G., I'm going to help you. And I'm like, dude, you do, we're just freaking out because an egg yummy popped out of you. And it's like two minutes later and you seem to be just really okay with that. You didn't need to take you know, five minutes to process. You're just like, all right, that happened. But my plan. Mm-hmm. This guy is results oriented. That's, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a venture capitalist, man. He's, he's, got <laughs> his, he's got his eye on the bottom line. If an egg with a weird mummy in it came out of me, I would just call it a day. But what if you were like, running you know on a tight Maybe schedule? Maybe I'll do this plan some other time. Like you had to show your friend from high school your theme park, and there's no time. I think for I might rethink egg. my whole life if that happened. Yeah. Look, mm. I look. I have been. I've been. I've been. <laughs> You've had an egg come out of you. I've had an egg come out of my hole. Uh, I've been. Look, I've been grousing about this since episode one. Nobody. Uh, it's very rare that people <laughs> have terrible. appropriate reactions in this show. So, like, why fucking start now? I, mm-hmm. I guess I just thought it was notable. Dante's little gorilla can goes off. He tracks down the yummy. He's like, mm, it's not fully grown. Oh well, I'm gonna kill it. <laughs> I guess I could pull its head off. That'll be fun. We cut back to Kitamura and A.G. and A.G.'s like, I want to find Hina. And Kitamura's like, I'm going to help you. Uh, and then we cut back and forth between like Date, like, I'm going to fight this guy. And Kitamura and Date being like, yeah, no, I'll totally help. It. Like, it's just, yeah. it is an odd unfolding of events. But uh, but anyway, uh, look, the yummy turns into uh, Eagle Owl Moth or whatever the fuck it is. Kitamura is emotionally yeah. overwhelmed by <laughs> grabbing Eiji's hand and looking deeply into his eyes for about five minutes. Who wouldn't be? Mm, his core muscles so tight. <laughs> so look now, look now. This yummy is a bird, and on the wiki it said it's an owl, but I said eagle moth, and I stay with eagle moth. It, it looks is a like snow an owl. owl. Yeah, it's a yeah. snowy owl. An eagle moth, and it, it, it does shoves look Dante like a into moth. a tree. By, by becoming an owl. Date and the eagle moth fight, and then, like all owls do, <laughs> it spits out a roll of hefty bags. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. And, and winds him up and then flies away with Date in its, in its I don't know, beauty wrap. Like owls do. I mean, I'd prefer that to it, like, coughing up, like, a weird pellet full of, like, mouse skeletons. That's valid. Uh, I, in my notes, I refer to it as a sexy ribbon uh, because there is, it is very, like, bodycon, <laughs> yeah. kind of like, oh, hey, you know what I, you know what my deal is? Just being vacuum sealed in a big, big <laughs> thing. Uh, so he's all. It looks like, like contractor bags, though. 
Yeah, I mean, but it's a look, look, sec- glossy is it's a gl- little sexier. Yeah, it's a little sexy. I think he's a little sexy. Did you learn something about yourself today? Oh, I knew this already. Don't even oh, worry okay. about it. <laughs> um, so uh, we throw back to Kinemura and Eiji, and Eiji's like, well, seriously, we got to find Hina. I've only been saying this for 45 minutes. And Kinemura's like, hey, good point. You know, speaking of finding Hina, how are you fixed for employment? Because I want to give you a job. And like the audience, uh, AG is like, hey, this is a weird time for you to bring this up, isn't it? <laughs> He's like, yeah. but also your friends are not really your friends and they're just using you. And I promise to only use you for good, I guess. Yeah, especially that one with the weird hair. He's not wrong. I mean... <laughs> He's right, but it's not the time. Remember all that time we spent laying in the field on our back, <laughs> looking up at the stars to be like, I want to build an aid foundation for children. That was your dream, right? You remember, right? <laughs> cooking, cooking rice over an open fire. All, all that normal stuff we did. Just imagining the future together, you know. Yeah. Now let me give you a pep talk because I'm your life coach as well as your prospective employer. And then Ankh shows up. Uh, and Ankh and Eiji fight about... Cause Ankh, and Goto shows up, too, and yeah, they kind of the catch everybody up on what's going on. And Eiji's like, yeah, well, well, let's keep looking for... That's terrible that there's a yummy, I guess, but let's keep looking for Hina. And Ankh's like, <laughs> uh-uh, we're going to find that yummy. Uh, and they get all shovey-shovey, and then they go Ankh's like, it's an owl yummy. Hello, birds, that's my thing. And they go their separate ways. Ankh yeah. storms off and punches a tree like a real jerk and then goes, ow, uh, which was one of the more immensely satisfying things I've seen this week. Well, trees don't have soft stomachs like AG. Ha! That, tr- that tree totally flexed. Well, the tree's got great core strength. <laughs> It'll make good plywood one day. And then Kitamura shows up and is like, hey, hey, uh, I'm... Uh, I, I um, gotta talk to you like twenty feet over here. Yeah, just, I'm just gonna keep backing slowly up. walk you just, over here. Yeah. Maintain the same distance from me the entire time. Ag's Ag's my guy now. Uh, you're yesterday's newspapers. Uh, he's totally. He was gonna break up with you. He just hasn't told you yet. You can't. You can't. You can't provide him with a good home. Like uh-huh, he's, a net trap. Yeah, this. <laughs> Like, and the weird thing is, like, like when you see the long shot, there's obviously no trap. And when you see him actually get trapped, it must have been, like, very evident that it was there. It was so stealthy that even the audience couldn't see the trap. Come on. There was even a little sign next to it that I assume said, trap here. Or something to that extent. Watch out for net. I don't know. Acme Net Company. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, and now, uh, and now, uh, Alex in the net, and he's trapped. Yep. With a lot of leaves. Kitamura runs off to AG and he's like, I think I know where Hina is in this game field where <laughs> games happen. That's yeah, largely made out of garbage and rusted corrugated metal. This is the worst fucking theme park. Like the, the theme is the theme is just sadness. Remember, remember the, the theme park that Homer Simpson imagined himself creating? That's a nicer theme park than this. Mattress Land is an improvement. I would be pretty happy if a theme park had an airsoft field for me. Like, that is would that be a lot of fun. This is clearly an airsoft field. It would be a paintball field if things were covered in paint. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, no, little I barriers can... and obstacles. Oh, uh, that and... explains why it looks so 
rusted out and stuff to give you that post-apocalyptic airsoft feel. Or it is just a garbage theme park. We can't stress no, this. I enough. think Corey's making a valid point here. Look, we've had guys, we've had a lot of fun today making fun of Leisure Land. Speak for yourself. That's merited, but you got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, I, I guess I have to. Is airsoft just like paintball, except they're just like little pellets or something? Exactly. Yeah, they're little plastic you pellets, and the guns look more like real guns. Yeah, what a joy! Um, all right, so what a great way to have well, here in America. We'll just use real guns. By the way, guns yeah. flying off the shelves right now in the states. Ask me how I feel about that. Terrified. How do you feel about that? Terrified. Josh? Uh, it's. <laughs> I, I was reading. Well, at least you've got chloroform on your side. It's true. I was reading a. Uh, I was reading an article this week that in uh, everybody freaking out because of the end times. Uh, supermarkets obviously are getting sacked. Uh, you just knocked out, and people are buying everything. And then gun shops, and then Michael's craft stores. <laughs> what are they getting from the craft stores? Because it's all of the parents who now have to live with their children oh. 24 hours a day. Oh, craft kits. Yes. Got it. Mm, yeah. That, not just get, makes... not to get your like stamp booking collection up to date. <laughs> Why can't they just park them in front of the TV like normal parents? Hey, work for me. I know where he is. She's here on the corrugated metal airsoft field. And then Yummy <laughs> shows up and they fight. Uh, although Anka's not there, AG can't henshin. Uh, and Kitamura's yeah. like, be, be careful, sweetie. You might get yourself <laughs> hurt. And AG's like, I love, I get hurt all the time. I'm used to it. Fight, fight, fight. I do this every day. It's fine. It's fine. Godo's got a gun. He'll, he'll shoot I, I, A doctor looked me over like just like a couple days ago and said I was in perfect shape. Look, I've only lost consciousness 82 times in the last 48 hours. So I'm fine. Throw back to Ankh. He is still in his net, but you know what a you know what not a great way to capture a gentleman with razor claws is a net. A net? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. He uses his laser claw hand to slice the <laughs> net, claws. release himself, runs up to the fight, and he's like, "No, Ag, don't use the purple metal." Oh yeah, the purple metals are just about to jump out of his little tum tum. He throws a handful of gray metals, and the gray metals intersect the purples and go into the belt. And it's like, oh, Ag's saved. Y'all missed the part where, where, where Ag was like, "What if I get beat up real bad and the purple metals come out? That's a good plan, right?" And Goto's like, "That is a bad plan. Don't do it." And Ag's like, "Okay, backup plan. You've got a, you've got the belt. Go be birth." And Goto's like picks up the bell he's like could i could i be birth he's like no i can't betray date like this never i says, i'm not ready his for shirt it off you, what no <laughs> did you see he tears his shirt off yeah tears his shirt off and it's raining and he screams date at the sky i think adam you might have <laughs> accidentally gone from your notes to your fanfic according oh, to my right. notes Wrong he file. uh cracks open a terra can He's like, this can will oh, fight yeah. this owl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forgot that terra cans were a thing. Mothman McOwlface uses his sexy wraps on Goto and the milk can. Yep. Ankh shows up, as we've already said, and the purple metals yes. are about to come out of uh, Aegis Tum Tum, but the, they intercept him, and then he turns into a uh, fighting... Sagoza. Yeah, sure. Uh, that's what he does. Uh, and then they fight. And then Al Mothman prophecies flies away with the sexy <laughs> raps 
uh, Goto and Ken, and everybody's like, oh no. Uh, and then Hina is better because Kinamura found her, and she's like, I passed out immediately. You must know what that's like, AG. That happens to you all the fucking time. Oop, here goes AG. Nap time. And then Ankh walks over, and he and Kinamura have real, they, they exchange a look that mutually says, oh, this bitch. <laughs> yeah, Kitamura's all like, oh, I guess the jig is up. And Ankh's like, is it, though? Because I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything right now. Now what are you going to do? It's weird, isn't it? Don't you think it's weird? Look at my beautiful eyeliner. Kazari's cackling in the distance like, Ankh, you'll be next. <laughs> He's like, Ankh, too, you laugh, too. <laughs> Baby Ankh does no such thing. Uh, Baby Ankh is stoic. No, he's chuckling. Expressionless. He looks happy. He looks like he's having a good time. That's because the fanciful feathers are falling. He's like, oh, look at these red feathers that are falling. Nothing to do with Kazari. Red feather, yellow. Oh, I'm not saying it's because of Kazari. I'm just saying they're both happy at the same time. It doesn't have to be related. And that's the end end of the episode. That's it. uh, Kazari's like, hey, Ankh, you in danger, girl. And then the uh, the episode's over. Uh, And I usually don't watch coming up next week because I like to be surprised. And also, I like to watch as little of the show as I possibly can. Uh, But what I did see was that we're going to get a big nest next week, which I'm real excited about. They're literally, it looks like Goto and Dante are in Big Bird's nest, and it's real cute and exciting. And that's it. It's a good episode. A lot of things happen. Yeah. It was very tense. I liked the obstacle course. I liked how underwhelming the theme park was. So underwhelming! So this, <laughs> yeah. is, I, so this is my question. If this guy, if Katamura... Or as Ja Rule would say, Katamurda. Uh, if this guy is a... Katamura? Ri- what? Katamura? Dollars. Dollars. Katamurda. Um, cut all of that. Keep it. Keep it. It's great. It's great. I don't think Corey cuts things. No. Oh, I, how the fuck would I know? Um, anyways. Uh, is there a chance that Katamura built all of this and the reason why it's so shitty is that this was his very complex ag trap no Mm. i don't think so it's real shitty i feel like he bought the land in order to flip it he was like flip this theme park I feel like he got assigned to it and he thought it was like a good assignment he's just trying to make the best of it he's like okay Cards on the table. This is a bad theme park, but it's maybe an excellent AG trap, all right. which is all I ever even wanted. So I'm pretty psyched. I really want to explicitly hear what his specific <laughs> desire is. I really want to know. Is it like because it's interesting? Is it a white wedding with AG? Is it is it just some long walks on the beach? I think he wants. I think he want, at the very least wants AG to wear some vinyl. Who doesn't? Hmm. And that's our show. We did it. Hurrah. Yeah. Hey, Josh, since you have so much free time now, you should listen to our show. <laughs> Absolutely. You can't, you can't make it. Come make me. Maybe your wife would like to listen to it. I know she has to listen to you all the time anyway, though. Yeah, I know. She would not want to double up on that. She did listen to the Jack, <laughs> and, the, she did listen to the Jack and the Beanstalk episode because she was like, huh. if I had to watch that movie, uh, I should at least understand why it happened. You didn't give her a running commentary? 
She wasn't like, okay, yeah, I heard all of this already. It was a lot of me just saying, stay with it, baby. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. It gets real good. Just wait. (laughs) There's a big payoff coming. Hey, anything else to say about this episode? It was fine. It was fine. It was great. Uh, it's one of the episodes that I kind of remembered from when I first watched it because I remembered that they went to a, a real low-rent theme park at some point. It's great. Oh. I remembered oh. there being more ropes, but that's on me. Thank you all for listening. I'm Coriander Dickinson. You can find me on Twitter at Absalar. I'm Josh A. Kagan. You can find me on Instagram at Josh A. Kagan. I'm Adam Wasserman. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Gold Sarcasmium and also at my house where I can't leave. That's all of us. Goodbye. Bye. Stay safe. Bye. Hopefully everything's okay now. Mm.